Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. That's the sugar babes there with ugly. Here in RNIB Connect Radio, I tell you, somebody who is definitely not ugly. In fact, he's very handsome. If you can get the chance, go on his Twitter feed and uh, take a look at this boy. It's David Georgeson. He's gorgeous. He's from Inside Soap Magazine. Hello, David. Hello, <laughs> David. <laughs> Were you trying to mess about with me there, David? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Oh, maybe there's just a slight delay. I thought maybe you had just gone to sleep with my introduction. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> well, there might be a slight delay in this connection because the sugar babes just sound a bit strange. All right, okay. <laughs> Listen, they always sound a bit strange. It's not necessarily the connection, but uh, we'll leave that one there. How are you this week? I'm not too bad, thank you very much. Um, it's been quite nice here in London. The weather has been so warm, so so very warm. Uh, not much has happened. Yesterday, I had to go to a clinic to have all the earwax suctioned out of my ears. So now I've got like weird super hearing and I can hear everything and it's all very strange. Oh my goodness. Do you think if I got that... A little update into my life there for you. Do, do you know that? That is super amazingly interesting. And I, I'm just wondering, would it work if I got my eyes suctioned? Do you think I'd be able to see again? Quite possibly, who knows? I'll, I'll send you the details. If you could, if you could. I need to get to this clinic, definitely. Listen, I could do with get my ears cleaned out as well. I've got selective hearing at times, so um, I, might, I, might, yes. I might need those details anyway. <laughs> Listen, it's great to have you here. We've got so much to talk about soap-wise uh, because it's all kicking off with Belle on uh, Emmerdale. It's, it's such a sad time for Belle, actually, because we saw last night that um, she did manage to phone her dad, although uh, Joni had taken the phone off him for a while, so uh, he missed the call he's not too happy at that but we can see that she is sounding really mentally unstable isn't she yeah and then when they got the voicemail that bell did eventually leave she was talking to the voices in her head and uh yeah um, zach and Joni were really horrified by what had happened and i think i actually felt a little bit sorry for Joni actually because she obviously didn't realize what was going to happen uh, and uh, when the full horror dawned on uh, that message and where is Belle, you know, this is the thing. It's uh, everyone is so concerned about her safety at the moment as well. And yeah, stay tuned tonight because I think there's going to be quite a significant revelation concerning Belle. Oh, my goodness. OK, well, I definitely will be watching tonight. Uh, we'll stay with the Dingle family just now. Uh, Kane, how could he be so weak as to sleep with charity again? Yeah, Kane and Charity. I mean, they call them Chain online on the forums when they all talk about Emmerdale, uh, Charity and Kane, Chain. And I actually think they're quite a good couple, to be honest. I think uh, Moira is well out of there if she uh, uh, manages to make that break. I never really thought that uh, she should have married Kane at all, to be honest with you, because uh, she was so devoted to uh, to John, wasn't she, when before he died, and then she had that affair with Kane, and then ended up marrying Kane, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's all falling apart now. Question is, what is Moira going to do now? Mm, and uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think who would be a good match for her in Emmerdale. I do think John Barton, but uh, it's or is it James? James, yeah, James, James, I beg your pardon. John was her husband. Uh, I do think James would be a good match, but I wouldn't like to see uh, his beloved uh, partner's uh, reaction to that, really, because she is a bit of a psycho. Um, mm. But listen, let's move oh, on yes. to Chrissy. Chrissy is just super evil woman at the moment, isn't she? 
Yeah, it's great, actually. <laughs> I suspect that a lot of people would quite like to get away with the things she's getting away with at the moment. So, yeah, she really is. Uh, she's got Rakesh under her control, hasn't she? And uh, how long is this going to last for? This is the question. How long can a villain like Chrissy get away with everything that she's doing? This is Emmerdale. We, I have no idea whether it could be two minutes or two years before she gets a comeuppance. Who knows what's going to happen next? We just don't know. But she is outrageous and it is absolutely fantastic to watch. And just finally with Emmerdale, what on earth is happening with Nico and uh, Dan? That's a very good question, isn't it? Yeah, because uh, Nico is, is is recovering from her injuries at the moment in, in, the, in the fire. And yeah, she's getting really close to Dan at the moment, isn't she? And uh, he seems to be the only one who really understands what she's going through at the moment. So uh, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting development. And I have to say that I don't think all of this would be happening if Nico uh, hadn't had those injuries at all. I don't think she'd have ever uh, looked twice at Dan or got anywhere close to him or f- having a friendship there at all. So it'd be very interesting to see how Nico's world has changed. And, uh, and yeah, it's, I do feel quite sorry for her, actually, because, you know, Nicola is someone, you know, she's she got herself banned from the whole of Dubai a, a, a while ago. We've and, all been uh, yeah, there, she... David. Yeah, sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm just saying we've all been there, David. Oh, well, yes, well, quite, yes. Yeah, I'm sure you have, yes. I, I don't really fancy Dubai, quite frankly, because it's a bit too warm for me. But, um, yeah, it's she. she's the, that sort of person who loves to live life, doesn't she? And she loves to get what she wants. And she's had a real knockback. And it looks she's got a bit of light at the end of the tunnel in the form of Dan being her support and helping her. And, you know, even little things like, you know, refusing to help her open a bottle of wine so she can try and do it herself you know things like that it's and you know it's all kind of adding up and what is going to happen next that is a big question yes it is indeed well listen lots of big questions in coronation street as well because uh leanne she's obviously been to see uh well her first scan and uh, she's seen the baby on the monitor she's very very relieved that there is a heartbeat there and everything's okay but is nick gonna stick with her that's a big question, isn't it? Yeah, Nick, obviously clearly on the rebound at the moment for everything that happened to Carla a couple of months ago. Uh, Carla's now firmly out of the picture, not going to be back anytime soon, as far as we all know. And yeah, Nick uh, seems to be uh, really desperate for Leanne to stay in his life now. But what does uh, what does the future hold for? I mean, would Nick be prepared to raise Leanne's what is going to happen with Steve of course are there any other factors in play I've got my own suspicions about this storyline but I'm not going to say anything yet because I want to see if I'm going to be proved right before I open my mouth but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's a really intricate one and I think Corey has, has really um, brought an absolute game changer as they say in terms of storylines now because uh, I think Corey recently you know there's been lots of crime lots of stuff with Kylie and David of course and I don't think all the David stuff is going away anytime soon but this is a proper proper meaty Corey storyline involving people in a really tricky situation and that's what Corey does brilliantly so yeah I can't wait to see what happens next. Now am I right in saying that Michelle's pregnant as well? Michelle preggers yes uh didn't steve decided he didn't want michelle to get pregnant and then she got pregnant and uh yeah i mean michelle you now is i mean i think what i think what i really like about this story on the most it is is actually uh, it's it's involving two older women now the there are two women in their late 30s um, who have been pregnant and starting new life choices and uh, and starting families quite late in the day. And uh, this is something neither of them expected was ever going to happen to them. And yeah, poor Steve, well, I say poor Steve MacDonald, he's not poor at all. He really needs to step up to the table and sort himself out. But yeah, he's found himself caught right in the middle of it all. Yes, he hasn't half. Now, am I right in saying that Carla could be coming back for a while? 
Well, I don't think so. This is when, when they first said that Alison King was going to leave. Uh, the, the, apparently, it was reported that she was just taking a break from the show. But just before she did leave, um, apparently, it was said that no, she was leaving for good and she wasn't coming to, going to be coming back anytime soon. So, who knows? I mean, I, I, I obviously Carla Connor is one of my favorite all-time Corey characters, and I would love to see her back anytime that Alison King chooses to do so because nobody else can play her, in my opinion. No, you're you're totally. But I don't right. know if it's going to happen. I mean, I'm not sure what I'm not sure what she could add to this storyline. To be honest with you, I think there's more than enough chaos in the mix already without Carla Connor being thrown in there. I've got a feeling we're not going to see Carla anytime soon. Put it that way. Okay. Listen, what's happening with Aiden at the moment? Now we know that uh, you know he slept with Maria. Is uh, what do you call the ancestor again? Eva. Eva. Is Eva going to find out? I don't, I don't think secrets can be kept in a soap for long, can they? And I think especially where someone like Aiden and Maria are involved. Maria obviously has got her own issues to deal with at the moment. She's uh, found herself in a very tricky situation involving uh, Kaz. And, yeah, I think a lot of things are going to come to the wall very, very soon. I don't think it, it, before the end of the, the summer it, it, is with us, I, I think Aiden and Maria are going to be in some very interesting times indeed. Okay. Well, let's, can I, can yes. I just say as well before you we move on to EastEnders that um, uh, Corey has really made a game change in terms of the Nazir family and uh, in terms of uh, Sharif in particular we found out all sorts of nasty things about his past and it is a complete shock and I'm really surprised that they've done it and it's really changed my opinion and I feel so sorry for Yasmin at the moment and she has no idea what's going to be happening to her next. Do you know something I had actually completely forgotten about that because I've missed a few episodes and I haven't well, 100% caught up yet, but I did see that Sharif is having an affair. This is awful. This is really awful, and it's come, come completely out of nowhere, and uh, yeah, it's such a shock. And the, 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 the thing about the Nazir family is they've always had these very silly plots up until Cal dying, of course, and all the, the warfare with Sally and all the rest of it. And uh, and now it, it suddenly got totally, totally serious, and I've got no idea what's going to happen next. It's such a shock, and I think they've done really well with this one now. They've they've really kind of pushed them to the, the fore with a really juicy storyline, and yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen next. No, definitely not. Well, we'll need to keep our eye on that one, but uh, not not liking Sharif's behaviour at the moment at all. Okay, (laughs) EastEnders. And, you know, I don't even know where to start with you. There's so much going on. Well, we start with Jay because he is really losing the plot. It looks like Billy and Honey, they were going to sort of make up after Honey found out that Billy had been lying to her about Jay. But now Jay has stolen money and she's just had enough. Is she going? Uh... Who knows what is happening right now, to be honest with you. Jay's life is an absolute mess ever since um, he got added to the sex offenders register for what happened with his girlfriend, who he didn't realise was 15, not able to get a job because of his record, and now with the drugs. Honey obviously has found out what has been going on under her own nose and uh, absolutely furious with Jay and for Billy for hiding what has been going on. I have to say... Now, this is a little gripe I've got with the character of Honey. I actually really like Honey, and I love that she's back in the show full-time. It's brilliant. But I honestly, you know, I have to describe the the state of Billy's flat. Billy lives in a basement flat, and it's not very nice at all. It's absolutely filthy. There's filth all over the paintwork. It's really grotty, and Honey has moved back in with the kids. 
and she doesn't seem to have done a spot of housework to clean that flat up in any way. And I don't for one second believe that Honey would live in those conditions. I think she'd be absolutely furious. And she's still living in those conditions. And I need someone to turn around and make Honey clean up that flat because I think that's what she would do. And then yesterday she woke up in bed and it turns out that Billy and Honey sleep in a West Ham football kit duvet set. And I don't for one second believe that Honey would ever tolerate that either. Neither would I. So there you go. Sort Honey's living arrangements out is my big gripe with the storyline at the moment. Would you know something? You're the man with the contacts. You need to go on there to the writers. Uh, oh, they won't and, listen to me. Oh, listen, we need to sort dirty, sticky honey out. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like she's living in a right tip. Um, but yeah, it is a bit unbelievable in that kind of sense. I mean, she is she's a, a, a lovely girl. And I think, you know, the least she could do is is get a Vileda mop in her hand and, and give the place a wee swish around. Um, anyway, listen, uh, what else? Now, I saw last night that uh, they've obviously set up this pop-up restaurant to get rid of Ian's stock after yes. Kathy was uh, caught, well, making love in the kitchen gross um and the camera had been moved away yes Uh, it's disgusting uh now ian obviously thought it was grant mitchell uh just popping in uh but we know it's buster um what is going to happen there because obviously shirley is really vulnerable right now she's having a really tough time kathy is in such a dilemma because she genuinely likes shirley genuinely feels sorry for her doesn't want you know to to kind of deceive her but can't help herself no, this is the thing, and obviously this is uh, the, the affair is tied up in the whole situation with Dean as well. If you watched last Friday's episode of EastEnders, we all found out that Dean actually got off, was acquitted of rape and attempted rape, and yeah, it's it's a really disastrous verdict. And obviously Shirley's still reeling from that. She's blaming herself for having raised a son who was capable of such evil acts, and yeah, she has no idea that Buster is off having it away with Kathy. And uh, yeah, yeah, you you summed it up quite well, Jill. And I don't know what's going to happen next but what we do know is Carl Harman who plays Buster it's been announced that he's leaving EastEnders so whether his departure is going to be surely kicking him out or running off before the, he gets too much or whatever's going to happen I just do not know it's, it's it's going to be very interesting to see what happens next. Kathy's having a lovely time of course with uh, someone who she can actually trust for once having spent all that time away uh, in South Africa um, yeah it's, it's, it's going to be very interesting to see um, how Kathy and Buster can get over this and Shirley is going to be furious but then again we have to ask the question whether Shirley really cares because I don't think there isn't much uh, life in that relationship between her and Buster anymore either no it's more history isn't it than than you know genuinely being in love I think yeah. um okay just finally with EastEnders then uh, Masood what is all this nonsense about is he leaving why is he selling up why is he going on this big trip and taking his son out of school it just seems preposterous who knows what Masood is doing? I do feel very sorry for Masood in some respects because he's lost all of his family now. I mean, they've all moved away. Tamwa's moved away. He's off travelling with Nancy. Um, Shabnam has gone off and she wants to actually move out of London up to Leeds. Um, and yeah, it's just, uh, he's got no family left. He's divorced. It's just him and Camille living in that house. And yeah, I don't blame him for thinking about wanting a few life changes. But the sad thing is, is that he does actually have 
a whole community who really love him and respect him and want him to stay around. And I can understand his doubts about Carmel now. Carmel obviously desperate to have a relationship with him, uh, but he does have Camille to think about as well. And whether Carmel would want to play mum to a child. I mean, she's just turned 50 as well. So she has to decide whether, you know, that's something that she has really thought about. I'm not sure that she has, to be honest. And she's obviously got enough on her plate with dealing with Shaki and uh, uh, Kush as well. So it's, uh, it's a very tricky situation. I can understand why Masood would want to go. I don't want him to go. And I hope he just takes a holiday rather than goes off permanently. Oh, I hope so too. I really do. And uh, she's give him some, give him some romance. Yes, she's reached fifty. My goodness, put her down now. Anyway, <laughs> listen, it's been great to chat with you today, David. It always, always is. And obviously, the brand new issue of Inside Soap magazine, it's out. So please do go out and get it if you can. And if you can, you can take a look at the fully accessible website. Have you got the web address? I do, and just remember that you can still vote for the best soap category in the Inside Soap Awards right up until the 3rd of October, and you can do that by going to insidesoap.co.uk. And it is, of course, fully accessible, I know, because I have tried. David, have a great week, and we'll speak to you again next Friday. Take care, enjoy the bank holiday, everyone. Bye-bye. You too. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.